Hello, welcome to Neon Picnic. It's RTRFM's 40th birthday today. What a pleasure to be hanging out in the sun with you guys at Hyde Park. Come down, it's a free event. Uh, it's good to see so many people here taking advantage. The bar's starting to fire up. We'll be there uh, straight after this one. Yeah, we? that's right, we will be. And there's, there's food trucks and some great coffee, which I had earlier. And it's really starting to fill up. People are really kind of starting to come down and get amongst it. I haven't seen any birthday cakes yet. I'm hoping there's a 40th one floating around somewhere. I want in on that. Yeah, I want some cake too. But it's <laughs> definitely a big party we're having here today. Um, thanks so much to everyone who has come out early to celebrate with us. It's an awesome, awesome event. Great to see so many people here. Uh, my name is Mark Neal. Claire Hodgson beside me. And we've got a legend, uh, former <laughs> production manager and music director at RTRFM. It's the wonderful Bobby Fletcher. Hey, Bobby. How are hey, you? Hey, how are you going? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. What a pleasure. What a pleasure <laughs> to be hanging out. It's weird saying thank you for a 40th birthday that I'm not really... <laughs> that involved with it. <laughs> yeah, I've been through a 40th birthday myself. I know what that's like, yeah, <laughs> being around. Um, Bobby, let's get started where you started. When did you come on board at RTRFM? Well, it was back in 1983 and I was going to see a festival film at the UWA Somerville Auditorium and I was walking through the campus. I had a bit of time on my hands and I saw this sign that said six U radio station, 6UVSFM and I thought I didn't know there was a station on the campus and... So I went and investigated and I pressed the door button and this bright ginger-haired woman named Betty, Betty Herridge, who I'm still in touch with, um, came up and I said, look, is it possible to have a look around? And she said, yeah, absolutely, and, you know, which is one of the great things about community radio. Um, and uh, went down and I was like, really impressed with the way it was all set up and so I started listening and then I came in and started volunteering and putting, you know, subscriber mags in envelopes and records away in the record library and then eventually I, they stupidly put me on air uh, doing a show <laughs> called Stereo Round, which was a request show. So we took requests between 11 and 12 in the record library and we'd pull all the records out as people requested them. Yeah, yeah. Then we'd take them down to the studio and, and play them over a two-hour period. And, um, and that was a great, great show, that one, because uh, yeah. you always got, you know, lots of cure and joy division and... And new water and that sort of stuff. So and I imagine it would have been a really good gauge of what people actually wanted to hear as well. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you don't always know as a presenter. You know, you sort of you sort of playing what you like generally. That's you know? it. And also the programming of the station at that time was there was a lot of um, what we called um, the other the classic music sort of sections. There was you know opera programs. It was called like the afternoon concert every afternoon. Um, there was, um, I think, about two or three people that would program all the classical music using the UWA resources, and they were they were paid staff. And you know, we'd, we'd put out a magazine that would tell people in advance what we were going to broadcast. And, oh right, because um, this is way before ABC Classic FM came on board, so that was really the only outlet that people had for classical music. And then we had a lot of uh, what we called non-classical music programs, which was blues and jazz and uh, country, um, and then of course, you know shows like Sunday Morning Coming Down, um, Version Galore, which is now, of course, Jam Down Version, and um, uh, we had Black and Blue on a Friday night, and um, so there's, there's still a lot of programs that are on air today mm. on RTR that really found their roots back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. What's it been like seeing sort of these programs kind of continue and grow? And oh, it's been great, because they, they have grown, they've, they've sort of developed with uh with the times you know they haven't just stayed the same they've continued to develop over the years and new presenters have come on board and brought new sounds and new 
um, uh, a, a new sort of vibe to the program. So, yeah, it's been good to see that some of those shows are still going. It's great. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Have you seen a lot more local acts become involved over the years? Because I oh, imagine yes. kind of late 70s, early 80s, there wouldn't have been many acts that would have been putting out music locally because it was just so expensive. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, um, even just pr- producing a demo cassette was, was quite expensive because you needed a studio. There was no portable recording equipment like there is now. There's certainly no computers, so you needed um, some way of recording it and mixing it down. And, uh, um, yeah, it was very expensive. So it, it's been really good to see over the years as technology's improved to see more and more local bands, people that just make stuff in their bedroom, you know, coming in. And, it's amazing these days, um, isn't it, how and, fast it is. Yeah. And then, you know, we had programs like Homegrown come on board and Drive Time used to play a lot of local music and Breakfast used to play a lot of music, local music. And, um, you know... We rode the wave as it started to happen here in Perth and that's, to me, one of the, the great things about RTR and 6UBS before it was that it really filled that need that people had to get their stuff on the air and get it heard by people all over the city. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, I'm dying to ask you uh, about some of the shows that you presented. Uh, yep. One of the ones that you used to do is a show that I do now, Out to Lunch. Yes. Um, and you were behind Drive Time and then something that has had a huge legacy is the uh, theme for uh, Full Frequency, which you you created. That's right. Um, let's have a listen to it. I know people are super familiar with it, but I, I'm dying to play it. Let's play the Full Frequency theme, please. Chris, he's doing a marvellous job back there. Take it away. We're receiving a transmission. Keep the frequency clear. Telemetry transmitters online. I've got the power. We are controlling transmission. The music just turns me on. that at 12 o'clock on a Saturday. It sure is. I'm expecting Dan the to come on and start playing some hip-hop or something. Um, That that theme um, plays 3 o'clock Monday to Friday uh, for years. Yeah, it actually started at um, 3.30 originally um, and uh, we put it on at that time because kids were just leaving school. And we thought this is the music that, you know, kids, young kids are getting into. Raves were starting to really take off in Perth. Um, the, the nightclub scene, um, you know, was, was just starting to really boom. And people were just loving this new sort of dance music sound. And there were so many different variants of it. There was trance, there was house, there was, um, like, hip-hop. Um, and uh, we thought this needs a, this needs a voice on, on RTR. So we... Um, pressured Kath Letch, the station manager at the time, to, to do it. She was a bit sort of... She didn't think that it was a, something that could work. Um, she thought it was maybe a bit of a passing fad. And, <laughs> um, but uh, 
Kath being the wonderful, open-minded individual that she is, and um, uh, you know, eventually sort of saw that yes, this is this could be a, a very a viable musical genre that we should be representing, and you know, how many years later, and it's still going. So, and again, it's not, not another one of those programs that's just evolved beautifully over the years as as the scene, the dance music scene, and dance music itself has evolved. Yeah, so. you're telling us this wonderful uh, story about the the tune uh, off air. How did you come to create it? Well, um, I used an 8-track tape machine, which we had in the production studio at um, RTR, um, and I, which I prized a great deal, so we used to make all our stuff on that 8-track tape machine. And um, I found this piece of music by Mike Oldfield called Let There Be Light, which is the, the, the bed of the, the track. And there was a, a dance remix called the Hard Floor Remix, which is the, 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 the one I've used. And I thought this needs samples over the top. And Colin Bridges, um, who of course has been doing beats per minute for about 400 years, um, he had all these CDs of just the samples. Um, he had hundreds of them, and he lent them to me. And so I spent a, um, a, a rather long night in that production studio, putting all those samples onto the eight track and making them fit into the music and the beats and so on. You managed to fit in a lot of different styles and yeah. it still flow somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, amazing. Um, and I had I had more more than I needed to choose from. I mean, he had, you know, there was literally 10 or 15 CDs and they all had 100 or 200 tracks on them each, just these samples. Um, and, I, you know, I, I almost was going to steal them off him, but I thought, I can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> I did give them back to him, but... Uh, um, so, so Colin's really sort of um, an integral part of that full frequency theme because of the, those samples that he gave me. Um, and then Danae Gibson, um, who of course has been a long-time uh, supporter and presenter and volunteer at RTR, um, did the actual full frequency voice All right. at the end. Yep. Incredible. Um, and then let's talk a little bit more about After Lunch and, and Drive Time. And kind of you were, you had a big part of bringing these shows together and being bringing contemporary music to RTRFM, which is something that kind of, I guess that's what I see RTRFM as in sound mm. alternative. Um, and you were kind of there when that happened. Yeah, well, we, we as I said before, we, we broadcast a lot of classical music. And um, when ABC Classic FM started broadcasting, we kind of thought, well, that's been covered now. It's been covered in a way that's much better than we could do. And I still sort of thought we should have some kind of classical music programming, you know, maybe playing sort of uh, more local compositions, that sort of thing, like, um, and, and, you know, stuff that was coming out of Turin New Music and, and so on. But that was sort of being covered by difficult listening. And so we sort of thought, well, yeah, maybe it's time for the classics, classical stuff to move on and for more contemporary stuff to come in because um, we're no longer a sort of, you know, um, stiff upper lip university station we're a independent broadcaster now and we need to become as relevant as we can to the community that we serve and um, and with the huge influx of local bands that were starting to make demos and starting to, to, to create music that was really good I mean it wasn't crap music it was actually really good music and we thought we need more time to play this on the air so that's where things like out to lunch out um, drive time um, and uh, some of the sort of sa uh, contemporary Saturday shows and Sunday shows started to, to appear on the grid and replace the classical music. Was that sort of 90s sort of time? Or? Yeah, it was yeah. about sort of the... Uh, yeah, probably around the mid-90s that yeah. that sort of really started to happen. And um, out to lunch was, was Kath Letcher's uh, brainchild. She, she wanted to get rid of 
classical music at midday. She wanted to have something really contemporary and and we thought, why not make it a new release program? Because that's if that's the only restriction on the program, you still got a huge gamut of songs. So we could play anything. We could play, you know, some jazz. We could play rock. We could play blues. We could play any kind of genre. At a prime as, time when everyone's listening as, as long well. As it's a new release. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so once it had been played probably over a period of a month, we'd stop playing it because it kind of wasn't a new release anymore. So, um, and... Uh, and then, you know, again, that, that program went on to, to evolve magnificently and, and it's great to see the presenters have their end-of-year lists of their favourite new releases and, um, and the same with Drive Time and Full Frequency. You know, it's, it's, they've just evolved so well. Yeah. You're at, on RTRFM. We're a live broadcasting from Hyde Park for Neon Picnic. Uh, it's an awesome day. It's awesome to see everyone out here today for celebrating 40 years of being a station april 1 was the first day that rtrfm started broadcasting 40 years ago it's incredible mark and claire chatting to bobby fletcher um bobby i gotta ask someone's told me that i need to ask about semi-conscious at six <laughs> I, when i was doing drive time i thought wouldn't it be cool at six o'clock to have around 20 to 30 minutes of just uninterrupted ambient music <laughs> so that you know you get home the idea was you get home well, um, you, you had a big day working or doing whatever you do and, you know, it's a time that you could just sit back, put some headphones on, maybe smoke something or whatever you wanted to do and just listen for 20, 30 minutes and just zone out. Um, and, uh, and it became really popular. We, you know, every, every day that I did it... Um, as soon as it finished and I went into sort of back into sort of more regular music, the phone would just ring for 15, 20 minutes non-stop saying, what was that, where can I get it, etc., etc. So, um, and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was just a way of, you know, me saying to people, just chill out. You've had a big day, just chill out for half an hour and then get back into what you're doing for the evening. That's very thoughtful of you, Bobby. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Look, it's uh, probably time for us to finish up, even though we'd love to keep talking. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming and speaking to us. Absolutely. Then. You're more than welcome. And you should come down here, people. It's um, a great day. We're starting to get lots of people down here. And I think I'm going to go and attack that, uh, that food truck over there very shortly. Yeah. The shady spots are well and truly filling up. So uh, bring, a, bring a brolly. Is that the term for yeah. an umbrella? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a brolly. All right, let's take a track, shall we? Yes, you're an RTR. Right